and Happy New Year. And uh, thanks, Jonathan, for what you've just shared. That's really helpful. Uh, we good? Um. <coughs> Times like that, when I want to, I want to mimic the the, uh, the sound of uh, feedback, just to just to cheese off the PA man. Um, so a really, really warm welcome to you, and uh, trust that you're doing okay. Um, some of us, it's the new year. Some of us are running into it, saying, "Yes, bring it on." Uh, 2019, you know, we're going we're gonna to brace it and go for it with all of our hearts and take everything that we can from 2018, 2019. Others of us are thinking, oh, not another year. What's it going to do? What's this year going to do to me? Um, because it's not been easy. And so I want to I spend a little bit of time um, sort of talking about a, a bit of a new year plan. Um, not, I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm interested in what Jonathan's are. Uh, it's private, okay, all right. Um, but uh, I don't know if, if, you, if has anyone made a New Year's resolution. Hands, keep your hand up if you're still keeping it. Nice, okay. Oh, semi. Well, a semi resolution. Uh, how, how's that going to pan out? Anyway, um, it's still feeding back. I think. I think. Sorry. Bouncing back off the new screen or something. Anyway, um, so so I want to I want to sort of share with us a bit of a, a plan. How do you handle it? Because in some ways, a new year, for me, generally speaking, it's just another it's just another digit. It's another it's another number on a calendar. It's another day, um, you know. And, and we can we can spend a lot of time making a big deal out of New Year. But it's just another day, right? Um, and that's the truth. And, and God marks seasons, and they, and, they, and they sometimes follow the calendar, they sometimes don't. Uh, but it, it is an opportunity. We've just had a Christmas break. Most of us have had some time off. And we're starting a new year, and we're going back into our normal lives. It is an opportunity to reevaluate. It is an opportunity to reconsider some things and say, am I still, am I still moving forward in life the way I want to? The reality is that that much of life, it, it sort of just happens, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? You get, you get knocked along by life. Circumstances come and they knock us along and, and they can affect our mood. Things happen. Uh, we have good days. We have bad days. And we just we get pushed along by life. Well, well these, these moments, uh, these sort of... Uh, um, beginning of a year or uh, we've just had a holiday, these evaluation moments are really helpful for us to think, am I deciding my destiny? Am I actually making good choices? Am I doing the things that I know God wants me to do or am I allowing life to just happen to me? Do you know what I mean? And so I want us to think about that and I've just got, I've just got three things for us to look at um, uh, and I'm going to talk about responding well, uh, we're going to talk about putting off and putting on and we're going to talk about, what was my third thing? Um, clarifying and keeping to your resolve. Does that sound all right? Um, the first thing really is, as I've, as I've already said, life can happen. And, and there's, you know, sometimes good things happen, sometimes bad things happen. Sometimes the good things are small good things, bad things are small bad things, other times they're big. We can have big 
you know, these guys have got, they've already been referred to today, an event coming up this year, baby being born, big, big moment. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, big thing. Others of us starting the year with big, difficult, bad things. I'd love us to pray for Colin um, this morning, who, who, you know, these guys are starting the year with an unknown. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Colin had a stroke um, over Christmas and, and uh, has left with little movement, if none, on his left-hand side, right-hand side. Um, and, uh, and so that leaves him unable to communicate. Um, and it, and it's, it's big, right? It's a big one. And, uh, and, it's, and, and it's a big thing for that family, but it's a big thing for this family. And uh, so I, I want us to just start by praying for Colin and for the family, um, you know, that, um, that somehow or other we see the goodness of God in this situation. And somehow or other we see God do something um, that looks impossible uh, in many ways. Let's pray. Yeah, Lord Jesus, we, we thank you for your goodness. God, thank you that even in the ups and the downs, we can declare you to be good. We can say that you're our Father and that you love us. So we want to pray for Colin and the family right now, God, that they would know your goodness. They would know your love. And uh, we do want to we do want to lift up God and we want to um, corporately this morning pray for complete total healing. Uh, Lord God of this stroke, Lord, that he gets full movement back full speech and communication back in the name of Jesus. We ask right now, God, as we stretch out our hands, God, that you would stretch out your hand and would you do a miracle. We ask you for complete healing. Uh, God, we don't understand all of these things. Uh, God, we, 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 we have to live sometimes with the tension of you answer those prayers. Sometimes they seem not to be answered. But we pray for healing and we pray for grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, so, how do we respond? How do we, re you know, th this year will throw up some things to you. Okay? We, you know, in a, in a room like this, some of us will have life-changing good things and some of us will have life-changing bad things. That's, that's life. Okay? Uh, so, so, how do we respond? How do we handle that? Uh, let's look at, first of all, how do we respond to good things? What's the right way to respond to good things? And uh, I think it's really important to know that God is in control and in charge of everything and that he's always good. You know, and so the first thing to say is let's give thanks to God when something good happens. Um, let's, uh, you know, uh, acknowledge and take time to say thank you, Jesus, for this. Uh, and it's really, I think it's really important, a, thank, a thankful heart and a thankful attitude in amongst life is really important. Uh, second thing, um, when God has blessed you, share it. Share it with others. Uh, you know, we, we, we are a family. We're a church body, we're a family. And, and we want to we wanna share the good and the bad with each other. So when, when something good is going, let's, let's share it with each other. Maybe God's blessed you financially. Well, share it. Maybe God's blessed you with, with joy, peace. Share it. Give it away. Give it to others. Um, and, uh, and I think it's really important, you know. Life, 
I mean, uh, maybe I'm getting old, I, I, you know, but, but I'm going to say one of those things that old people say. Life goes really fast. Okay? Uh, sorry, Bill's looking at me grinning. Um, <coughs> Bill's been old for ages, so it's fine. Uh, so, but but it, it, goes, it goes fast. And do you know what? It's really important that within life we, we build into ourselves moments to pause, smell the roses, and enjoy the good. Enjoy it. Enjoy the, the blessing of God. You've got grandkids. Enjoy them. You've got family. You've got kids still at home. Enjoy them. You, you know, in, a, in amongst all the stuff, the ups and downs of life, just even now, pause in your mind. Have a little, little think. Oh, what's going on that's really good? I really enjoy that. Uh, you know, we can, we, it, go, it just goes. Things can be fleeting. Uh, pause and enjoy the good. So take, so take time to thank God. Uh, share the blessing that God's given you and, and pause to enjoy the, the blessing. Um, I guess we need to comment more on how we handle bad. It's, it's sort of easy to handle the good, difficult to handle the bad. What do we, how do we handle when circumstances are out of our control but are bad? Because it happens. You know, James talks about consider it joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Well, what a word that is. It's always, do you know what I mean? It trips off the tongue, doesn't it? Until you're in one of those life-changing trials, until you're in one of those difficult moments and you think, really? Really did he mean consider it joy? Well, I think, I think what he's getting at is the trial itself is not joyful. What it's doing in you can be. Where it leads to in terms of the fruit that, that can come long term, in terms of the hope, in terms of the, 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 the knowledge of God that can come on the back of tough times, yet there's joy. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the, the, the um, Corinthians talks about um, you know, creation, um, groaning, like, like in childbirth. And there's, and there's sometimes in life there's things that happen to us that are not easy and there's a groan, there's a, there's a struggle within us. But, but those of us who are in Christ, those of us who are, who are born-again believers, there is also a hope. There's always a hope. Even if that situation, we can't see any hope. We can't see a way. Do you know what I mean? There are, there are things that happen to us, can't there, aren't there, sometimes, that we just cannot navigate ourselves through to a good place within this situation. But you know what? Within, in Christ, there is always hope. Um, so, so, yes, consider it joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because that trial is strengthening you, that trial is sharpening you, that trial is purifying you, that trial is building faith in your life that is strong, that, that is a blessing to both yourself and to others in the future. I think, I, here's the thing that's really important, when, when you know, we get whacked by life, by circumstances. Here's the thing that's really important. Maintain the truth that God is good. Really important. God is good. And, and there are times when we sing that in faith because what we see isn't, isn't the evidence of it. Okay? Not everyone will relate to that right now, but 
Some of us will. Some of us will think, yeah, I know. So, you know, we're going through this. We've been through this. You know, it feels like we're maybe about to go through this. Mark this and underline it because sooner or later, sorry, this is, this is doom and gloom for the beginning of the year, but sooner or later something bad is probably going to happen. Right? So resolve now that God is good. God is good. And, and, and when, when, we, when we worship him and proclaim him to be good in amongst those times, then we bring glory to God. Um, and actually, it helps us. Second thing, trials, difficulties, stay in fellowship. Difficult. Hands up, you know, when it's really difficult, when it's really hard, it's easier to stay away. Anyone feel like that sometimes? You know, don't want to go to church because they want me to be happy. Anyone ever felt like that? I mean, well, the, the enemy wants you in isolation. The devil wants you on your own so that you're much easier to discourage and to take out of relationship with God. Stay in fellowship. Do you mean, you know, and, and the way that God has ordained it is that he's ordained it that there is a global church of which there are made up a number of local churches. This is one of them. Beautiful one. Okay, lovely, brilliant. I love being part of this, this church, this family. Well, if you're part of us, when, when discouragement comes your way, when difficulty comes your way, you know, strive to stay in fellowship. That's not, and that's not just about coming on a Sunday morning. That's about being in relationship. That's about opening your life up. That's about heart to heart. We have small groups where, you know, you can look on the welcome sheet. Although, sorry everyone, there's no welcome sheet this week. Um, we, we will get one sometime uh, to you. Uh, but um, look on the welcome sheet when it comes or look on an old one. There are small groups. There's a way for you to connect with each other and build relationships with each other in such a way that when trials come, you can stay in fellowship, stay in relationship. Can, I've already referred to it, but consider the lesson. What's God saying? What's he doing? What's he teaching me? Uh, that's a really important thing because if God wants to teach you something, you can be sure that he will, be per, he, he will persevere. Okay? So, so sometimes you'll go round and round and round and round and round and round and round in circles until you say, okay, God, I got it. I'm hearing you. So consider the lesson and respond to the lesson. Look, you know, look to resist changing your beliefs on the back of a difficult circumstance. Do you know what I mean? And it's very easy to do that. Well, maybe, maybe God didn't really mean that. Maybe God didn't say that. Maybe it's not like that. It's, it's the way the enemy gets, in, gets involved. So, so hold to what you know to be true. There's biblical truth as a born-again believer. Hold on to the truth. And, and don't allow the circumstance to shape what you believe. I mean, let, let, let your beliefs shape how you respond to the circumstances. You got it? Sorry, it's a bit negative to start off with. Is that all right? Uh, but it is important. We've got to be, we, you know, we, we, we do have to take stock sometimes, think, right, we're, we're heading into a new year. As I say, some of us are running into it with gusto. Others of us are like <laughs> edging away in because it might whack us. Um, you know, but I want to encourage us, you know, that... that in the good and the bad, God is with you. 
God is with us and he's always good. So let me move on. So that's, that's how we handle the ups and the downs. Let me move on to, I, I think it's really important when we're taking stock, when we're saying, right, okay, what's the new year got in store for me? Um, is that we actually consider there are some things to put on and there are some things to put off. Uh, Corinthians, uh, Paul talks about it, no, in, in Ephesians. Uh, it says, you were taught with regard to your former way of life. So he's had this, Paul's been having this conversation about what, you, what they were and what they are now in Christ. Okay, hands up if you're a born-again believer, if, you, if you've given your life to Jesus. Okay, you're in Christ. If you didn't put your hand up, honestly, you could today give your life to Jesus. You could today say, do you know what, I'm in. I want to surrender my life to Jesus and I want to be a Christian. I want to follow Jesus. I want, somebody talks about reconciliation with God. I want to know God. You could do that. Uh, but for those of us that put our hands up, you're, you're in Christ. And so if we're in Christ, then life has changed. With the old has gone, the new has come. So now Paul is saying, that's what's happened. That's the reality of your identity. Now live like it. <laughs> that's what he's saying. Put some stuff off, put some stuff on. This is what he's saying. He says, you were, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off the old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the, atti in the attitudes of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So he's basically saying, it's like he's, the, the picture Paul's wanting us to conjure up is you've been changed. Now you've got to put some stuff off. And you've got to put some stuff on. So the question I'm asking us is, you know, at, the, at the, the tipping point between 2018 and 2019, are there some stuff you need to put off? Are there some, are there some things that, you need, that need to go? Um, so what might need to go? From the, if we read on in the text in, in Ephesians, you could have a read of it when, you, when you're at home. You know, one of the things he talks about is falsehood put off falsehood you know is, is there in your life deception deceiving yourself deceiving others put it off that's what he's saying straightforward like a, like a you know a jacket put it off get rid of it now he talks he talks about in the in the text he talks about don't don't sin in your anger you know it's a thing to put off how are we doing I know this is, I know we're all good Christians, but Paul's writing to good Christians. So how are you doing? How are, how are you doing with sin within your anger? Is it, is it going all right? Or is it a thing to put off? And the implication is that Paul's saying we can. Some of you think, oh, I can't though, Jim. I just get angry. And put it off. Put it off. Unwholesome talk. I know this is really heavy, isn't it? It's just it's what came. Unwholesome talk. But do, do, you, do you find, do you, do you get mixed up in talk that actually you wouldn't speak like that with your Christian friends? Or put it off. Because it talks about sexual sin, it talks about stealing, it goes on to a, a number of things. The things that, that we know as, a, as, a, as a, someone that's in Christ, it's not appropriate anymore to live like that. I want to ask you the question. Are there, are, is there stuff, we're going to pray shortly, is there stuff that actually, if, you, if, you're being, if you've been honest with yourself, there's some stuff I need to put off. 
tough I need to deal with. It's quite easy to call that repentance and say, no, I'm, that is, that's going to change in my life. 2019, I'm not taking that into 2019. I had that in 2018, but I'm not taking it to 2019. It's, it's important, isn't it? It's not just, you see, in, in um, Hebrews, Hebrews 12, that famous um, uh, chapter, the beginning of chapter, um, chapter 12, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses, we've been talking about the heroes of the faith and how brilliant they were and how they stood in faith and persevered and kept going. So since we're surrounded by those guys, a great crowd of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So Paul's wanting us to picture an athlete in, in, in training. And it's interesting. He's saying, put, put off, get rid of stuff that's going to slow you down and sin. Oh, okay. So there's some stuff that's going to slow me down that isn't actually sin. Well, I'm just re reading what it says here. It says, it says here, I'll read it again. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. So, that, so, so the, the implication to that, Julie, is that there are some things that are sin and there are some things that aren't sin that hinder us. That's the implication. I'm just reading the text. Okay? Uh, that's, that's the implication. And so I want you to consider, think about, are there, are there things that they're fine, but they're just hindering you? That need that you that were part of your life in 2018, but 2019 they need to go. Any ideas? I mean, you know, they're, they're, I've put some things down here. Um, you know, maybe maybe you would count some of these as sins. So worrying, for instance, do, do you have you are you bringing some worries with you from 2018 into 2019? Do you need to just say, do you know what? I'm going to trust God. I'm going to put that down. Um, are, there, are, there, are there unhelpful relationships in your life that you need to say, do you know what, I need to make some ruthless choices about who I hang around with? Are there, are there other distractions, good things that, that are just knocking you off course? Are, 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 have you got discouragement as part of you that needs to not go into 2019? Do you mean? And I would, I would say this one, I think, comes up time and time and time again. We're trusting God for big things. We're trusting God for breakthrough. We're believing God for big things. Within that, when we step out in faith, we open ourselves up to also discouragement. Don't we? Anyone feel discouraged? Well, I want to encourage us to put it down. To let go of it. Say, do you know what? I'm going to trust God. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to, put, I'm, going to, I'm going to make a decision this morning to put discouragement down. It may be that you have to talk about it. Maybe you have to pray it through. Maybe all sorts of things you have to do. But there's, there's ultimately, there's a choice. There's ultimately a choice to say, I'm putting this off. Like a jacket, I'm taking it off, putting it to one side. I'm not going to put it back on 2019. There might be lifestyle choices. You know, New Year's resolution type stuff, but there may be lifestyle choices that you think I need to, I need to, I need to consider this. I need to do some work for 2019. You know, 
there, there may be some, there may be, you know, because all, all of this is important. There may be health. You can see my side profile. I need to consider that. Okay? You know, but there may be other things. There may be how you spend your time. Did, did, did 2018 have a fair amount of time wasted? Well, put it off. And put on making every use of the time. Lifestyle choices. What you spend your money on. And you can fill in the blanks. What is it? What are there things that you need to put off? Okay, what, is it, what do we need to put on? Because all, all I'm going to put stuff off. What do we need to put on? The Bible talks about putting on love. Making, putting, putting on, making every opportunity, that, making the most of every opportunity that God puts our way. So when God puts, puts something your way, so Alex was referring earlier to the guy um, that God had put his way, an opportunity to show God's love to somebody, that he didn't want to take it. There was a wrestle. He's having a nice time with demon, which is a good thing. Uh, but are we, are we taking those moments? Are we taking the opportunity to do the thing that God called us to do? Are we, are we the Bible says, put on being filled with the Spirit. Is, it, is being filled with the Holy Spirit a part of our lives? Keep walking in the Spirit. Submit to one another. Encourage one another. Put on the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, and, and so on and so forth. Sword of the Spirit, shield of faith, belt of truth, feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Is that stuff, are we putting that stuff on? I just want to provoke some thought. Is that all right? You all look a bit blank at this moment in time. I'll keep going. There may, be, there may be other things that are more specific to you that you feel God's just putting his finger on for 2000. Some stuff you need to put on. You know, the classic, the normal one that we often feel this time of the year is, I'm going to do a Bible plan. I'm going to do a Bible reading plan. Right, if, 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 if that's what you feel God's put in front of you, put it on. Do it. I'm going to, I don't know, give, give some time to pray regularly. I'm going to support someone. There's someone that God's put on my heart that I want to get alongside and I want to support and encourage them. Put it on. I start giving regularly. It's been a thing for a while. I know God's challenging me on it, but I'm nervous about it. Put it on. Start giving regularly. There may be, you may, you may have a big vision and, and it feels like this is the time to take the next step for that vision. What might it be? Pat referred earlier on to, to some of us are called to go. Some of us are called to do this. Well, what's the next step for you? You know, some of you are called, I want to minister to the poor, called to, to you know, sharpen the evangelistic gift within you. Some of you are called to teach God's words, maybe all manner of things, encourage others, whatever it might be. I'm trying to think of examples. What's the next step? Put it on. Do the next step. Don't, li- don't, don't end the year with, oh, I missed that a bit. Okay. My th- my th- so first thing um, is life throws stuff to us. Respond well. Second thing is, there's stuff we need to put off, stuff we need to put on. Third thing is, clarify and keep your resolve. What do I mean by that? Um, Paul resolved. He said, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. 
And it was like, it was a dry, you, to be honest with you, for, for the Apostle Paul, because he's, you know, he's the Apostle Paul, he had a few resolves. He resolved to know nothing but Christ Jesus and him crucified. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he was resolved to get to Rome to preach the gospel in Rome. What, what resolve has God given you? The big picture resolve. What is it, what's the direction of travel? What is the thing that God has put on your life? This is the, this is, this is the resolve. Uh, Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That was his resolve, wasn't it? We're going we're gonna, to, you know, you can do what you like. You can worship the other gods, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That was uh, Josephine, when we got married, thought it would be a good idea for me to preach at our wedding. Um, not a good idea if you're about to get married. Uh, but it, we, I, I got away with it. Someone became a Christian. Anyway, um, but, but the text was, as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. Is that, do you know what I mean? What, what resolve has God given you? What has, he, what has he put in your life? Solomon, give me wisdom. You can have anything. I want wisdom. That was his resolve. And then his life became the pursuit of that wisdom. Uh, Esther, for such a time as this, there was, she knew she had a sense of destiny. There was a moment where for such a, this is what I'm here for, for this moment, to do this thing, to speak these words, to see this nation blessed. Do you know what I mean? What is it? What is the resolve that God has given you? Uh, Wesley. Uh, Wes Wesley said this. I, 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 I tried to find a few other things, but Wesley said this. Catch on fire and people will come from miles to see you burn. That was about Wesley saying, I'm going to preach the gospel. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to be filled with fire and passion. I'm going to preach the gospel and people are going to come and see that. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm about. And the Methodist church started massive move of God but in him was I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch myself on fire and people are going to come and watch me burn uh, William Booth go straight for souls and go for the worst that was his resolve go, you know, the, the, the founder of the Salvation Army go straight for souls and go for the worst and that's what he did that's what he's about the Salvation Army in, in, in different forms are still doing that I had a coffee with the captain of the, of, of the company, I don't know, the church that's in Worcester, the Salvation Army. And that's what she's about. That's what she's still doing, going after souls and going after the worst. So what is, what is your quote? What is it? Now, now I, I know that some of us have a sense of clarity about that and other of us, others of us not so much. So I'm going to give you another option. Okay. Do you think, oh, I don't know, Jim, how I'd answer that. Uh, we, we were at um, a family encounter camp last year, and uh, somebody spoke there and encouraged us to spend some time, go away and think about it, and write down a one-line prayer that can be your prayer for the year. And I thought it was really good. Do you know what I mean? And I've been praying my one-line prayer. Um, for the year. There's something about the focus of saying, this is the thing I'm going to go for. Of course, I've prayed about some other things, but there's a thing, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a singular thing that I'm after. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, my prayer, for those that are interested, feels a little bit vulnerable sharing it with you, um, was, was actually from the old, the old song, the old campfire song, Come by Arm, my Lord. It was about revival, but come to me first. That's been my prayer. Come. Come, God, but come to me first. Do you know what I mean? So, so it, it has with it something of, I want to see this nation turned around with, with the power of God. 
but I want to see me bent first. Do you know what I mean? That's, 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 that's been my prayer for the year. It will, it will continue because that was the, uh, an academic year, so it's continuing. Um, what is it for you? So we're going we're gonna to sort of stop and we'll take communion. But I want us to just pause for a minute and, uh, and use this moment of, of communion to, to do some business with God. And, and think, of, think of one thing that I've said. Is it, is it that you need equipping to handle the ups and downs of whatever this year is going to throw at you? Ask God for grace. Is it that you know there's some stuff you need to put off and you need to put on? Be specific. What is it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to put it off? Or are you going to let it, let it, let it, let it drift into 2019? Third thing, what is the resolve? What is the big picture? What is the thing that God's got a hold of you for? And are you going to get a hold of it and resolve? Or, or is, there a, is there a one-line prayer that you can say, this is my prayer for 2019? Let me pray for us, and I'll give you a bit of time to reflect and consider in what way you want to respond. Holy Spirit, would you come right now? And I know that you're here. I know that you're in us. So I pray for that, that manifestation of your presence. Would you speak to us? There are things that we need to put off, God. Would you show us? So what we're going to do is um, take communion. And uh, this is obviously an opportunity for us to remember his death. Uh, but I want, us to, I want us to use it this morning as an opportunity to respond. So you, you've got two choices. Well, I guess three. I'll give you a third. <laughs> third choice is that you don't do anything and you don't respond. You, you are allowed to do that. Uh, but but the, two, the two choices that I want you to do are either... Take the bread and the wine and go and find somewhere and sit quietly and do some business with God. Talk to God about whatever it is that he's put his finger on from what I've said this morning. Or grab the bread, grab the wine and then go and find somebody else and tell them what God said. Uh, the, the latter one, I think, can be really helpful because it holds us to account, doesn't it? It sort of makes it real. Uh, so... We're going to do that now. There's two tables at the back and a table at the front. Um, take the bread, take the wine, and, and, uh, and consider what God might be putting his finger on. Are there things that need to be put off? Are there things that need to be put on? Is there a, is there a sharpening of the resolve of your life that God wants to just pinpoint?
for you this morning. So let's do that, and um, I don't know if the band want to come back and help us with that, with some music. He's busy. He's busy. Hi, Tom. Just wondered if the band wanted to come back and help us. Love fast as the ocean, loving kind, as as the flood. When the prince of life, our ransom, shed for us his precious blood, and who his love cannot remember. Who can cease to sing his praise? He can never be forgotten <clears throat> throughout heaven, eternal days. Grace takes my sin, calls me friend, pays my debt. Completely love rescued me, seated me with my King forevermore. And on the mount of crucifixion fountains open deep and wide through the flood gates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers Poured in and from above Heaven's peace and perfect justice The kiss to give to out in love And grace takes my sin 
calls me friend, pays my debt completely. Love rescued me, seated me with my King forevermore. me all your love accepting love you ever all my days let me seek your kingdom only and my life be to your praise you alone shall be my glory Nothing in this world I see You have blessed and sanctified me God Himself has set me free And grace takes my sin Calls me friend Pays my debt completely